Brad and Court Talk, Sci-Fi's Day of the Dead, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to the scenic town of Maywin Hawking. Well, not that scenic, uh, uh, but it was. Uh, come for small town charm and stay for the undead. Well, yeah, you know, two minutes into the apocalypse, everything's on fire right away. Yeah, yeah. It's like the good... I mean, it's true. It's true. Yeah, last time we had an apocalypse, it's what happened. <laughs> no, that maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so... I, this episode, we're getting back to the stuff. I mean, we're getting to the beginning where we started off at. It's kind of oh, cool. yeah. This is full circle. Like, we, we saw at least the scene with Cam and his dad. Well, we saw the scene with Cam and um, Luke. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, them getting rescued. Like, like we're back to that scene again. Yeah, we're there. But before we get into that, just want to let you know, check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great people over there writing some amazing stuff. And if there's a show or maybe you love someone who's writing something amazing about it. And Court... How can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jindev. You can find Brad over on Instagram. He's Ramblin' Brad. And Brad, what's up with Facebook? Uh, we got the Brad and Court Talk Facebook page. You can go find that there. And you can find out when I totally forget to post things because it's a holiday. <laughs> I, was a, I was a little late on posting episodes last week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a competition. I did powerlifting. I forgot about it. Kurt sent me a message that you posted it, and I'm like, okay, cool, I got this thing, and then this was like days later, a week later, I'm like, oh, yeah, that. Oops. <laughs> Oops, my bad. Yeah, so yeah, go check out the post, but also check out Brad's um, Instagram page. You can see all the weight he's lifting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like eight of me. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit. I mean, I, I, I did good. I've I've made six national records this year, so I'm happy about it. But then Tracy yelled at me because I'm cool. like, people are like, how'd you do in your lifting? I'm like, eh, okay, because I didn't hit what I wanted to hit. But she's like, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I weighed in at a lower weight class for the first time in like ever since like probably mm-hmm. high school, and yeah, yeah, that was pretty much it. I did good. Oh, I'm gonna lift heavier at the end of the year on the 31st when we have our power lifting thing. But yeah. I did okay. It was it was kind of fun. I got another competition tomorrow, so there's that. Listen to him. Last did, one. I did okay. Last one of the year. <laughs> I know. See, I'm like so underjudging of myself. I did okay. <laughs> I lifted 450 pounds. It was meh. It wasn't bad. <laughs> squatted. Shut up, Brad. <laughs> squatted 410 pounds. <laughs> eh, I could have done better. <laughs> but we still want you with us for the zombie apocalypse because you can lift all the weights. Exactly. And move the car off of someone's body. I could do that. Yes, I could. I did threaten to actually pick somebody's car up and move it. It was one of those, uh, was it Mitsubishi Mirages? I was like, I will pick your car up <laughs> if you don't move it. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, you could do that. All right. So what's this episode about and stuff? Okay. So we are in episode 108 to anyone who could hear my voice. It was directed by Jim Gorard. And I'm written by Jed Elenoff and Scott Thomas. Uh, a lot of things happened in this episode. Uh, the zombies have come to Paymart. Bobby may have gotten bitten, which is sad because I love Bobby. Paula locks down Paymart. Um, and, you know, we found some very interesting use for the weed whacker, just in case for the zombie apocalypse. You know, you get some tips of how to use those. And the boys decide they want to, you know, take a, a break from Paymart and go, you know, stroll the town, cruise town. Mm-hmm. 
I have some comments Not on that weed whacker later on in the episode. <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> I have answers for that. So there. Good. <laughs> so uh, let's let's start with uh let's start with Cam and Luke because uh, like we talked about a little earlier, this uh, brings us kind of full circle um, with the scene where they were rescued. So before they get rescued. Uh, we see the boys kind of just going around town. Like Luke can't be in the same store with his mother right now. He's still very upset about his father dying. Mm-hmm. And he knows she had something to do with it. He doesn't know that she did directly have something to do with it. Thanks to one of the bird ladies of Napa. Right. But uh, yeah, he doesn't know those details. Too bad there wasn't a camera, you know, like just watching her every move. Yeah. But, you know, he, he, he knows her. He's like, I know you, mom. Yeah, I don't think he needs that in his life right now. He's got a lot going on, you know? Yeah, That's... yeah. I did like that we found out more about his friendship with Cam mm-hmm. and, like, what kind of broke up their friendship. Like, apparently, Cam knew, um, like, that his friend was gay, and he was encouraging him to come out. Like, we already knew that our beloved Cam is a social justice warrior. Right. And he was supportive, and he wanted his friend just to come out. But uh, Luke wasn't about being on his friend's time frame. Mm-hmm. Like, he wanted to do things at his own pace. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, they were just going about town as if there weren't a zombie apocalypse going on. Yeah, it was just a, you know, quaint little drive through the apocalypse. Nothing nothing normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing out of the normal. With yeah. no back window to the uh, Porsche SUV there. <laughs> But hey, they you know they talk it out. Everything's you know seems to go good. Uh, Cam knew where what Luke was uh, going on with him and everything else. And you know at the end they kind of hug it out and they're good to go. Mm-hmm. They're BFFs again. Our favorite BFF, Bobby, though, he's busy <laughs> sniping zombies, and you know you got to shoot them in the knees so they fall down. He's so busy and caught up in his expertise that he's got going on there, his calling, you know, of the, the apocalypse, that he misses the mm-hmm. one crawling up the scaffolding and kind of bites him on the leg. I was very sad. I, I enjoy Bobby very much. Well, you know, <laughs> zombies can crawl up the scaffolding. So there's that. We didn't know but this. Now we know. Now we know. There's your there's your yeah. hint right there. Because we've seen how strong even just some of the body parts are. Uh, remember the, the one morgue scene? Yeah. Where, like, the arm was just, uh, you know, working its way up, and it opened the freezer door. Mm-hmm. Doing its own little thing there. You know, it's good to go. Mm-hmm. It's got that got that ability, the undead ability. Very evil move. dead of them. Yes, very evil dead of them. <laughs> uh, Bobby comes downstairs uh, with his bite, a lot of blood. He's kind of worried about it. Herb isn't looking mm. that great either since his scratch there on his uh, belly has turned color and is now black, which ain't good yeah. at all. Mm-mm. And Amy kind of tells Herb that they got married, him, him and uh, J- her and Jay, and he mm-hmm. just doesn't really seem to care. I think that's part of the infection going on with him. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, that makes sense. I know he, he, got, he got knocked out on those pills, so that would also... Right. Like help. Well, yeah, I forgot like about school. that. I mean, they, yeah, and they were getting married today anyway, so well, it just happened. It was just a little bit more involved today, you know, a little couple things going yeah. on there. Yeah. Uh, we come full circle with the whole time lapse thing going on with Blackwood mm-hmm. coming to town. Um, yes. And there we go. She comes to town and she's like, what happened here? 
<laughs> she missed a lot, apparently. Right. I, I'm really glad that we, we, we learned exactly about that time frame uh, jump that had happened that I got explained last week, because that puts even more impact on this. As far as she knows, um, like she and um, oh, my God, Bub, I'm going to call him Bub. He's Bub now. He, she and Bub, like they took care of the, the, the zombie, the thing in the hole. And, um, you know, McDermott, that's his name. he threw the thing back in the hole mm-hmm. uh, and she went to go visit her grandmother. Yeah, and she, she was not supposed to come back to town. Didn't her grandmother told her just take off? Yeah, well, she, I don't think she knew where McDermott was. I mean, they know they had taken care of stuff. She went back to grandma's house. Grandma said, just take the car and leave. And I think her leaving was driving through town. Uh, like, so you think she definitely was going to leave? Yeah, not like, that she came back to tell someone. No, I think that's like the way to the highway, and she just had to drive through okay. town. And she's like, "Whoa, <laughs> what's going on in this place?" Because I, I love the way right. that they did that, though, because you didn't know when exactly everything was going down. Mm-hmm. And then we get a little bit more idea that we think you know uh, uh, McDermott throwing the number one zombie into the water there had stuff to do about it because we were kind of piecing all that together. I'm sure that's going to yes. come out here later on. And so. Yes, someone else pieces that together too. Right. Um, but before we get there, let's talk, can we talk about the Weed Whacker, please? Uh, I have questions. Hold on, can we talk about Bobby first? Hold on, before that, um, uh, they're okay. trying to say Bobby because he isn't doing that great at all. I loved him. You know, tell yeah. it to me straight. <laughs> and then he starts seeing his peephole and stuff. He's just losing it. And I love the fact that he had the his last request was that they ta- uh, tape him down with duct tape and the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't go cheap. Use the good stuff. <laughs> Poor Bobby. He's done. He he kind of left, and that's it. So yeah. Uh, that was, he was a really enjoyable character from start to finish. I, like, I, I didn't know what to expect from him like when we first saw him at the funeral. <laughs> but he was a pleasure. Yeah, I like that about him, though. He's like, okay, I know I'm probably going to turn back into one of these. I'm not sure, positive, but take me down so I don't kill anybody because he wanted them to take him away anyhow. Which, you know, yeah. he's actually putting it out there for other people. He was trying to save people. He's just a little backwoods, yeah. uh, backwoods. but there you go. I liked him. See, I, I would have wanted them to also tape his mouth. That would have been cool. That would have been a smart idea. Tape your mouth. That's, you know, way to go. Put a big helmet on him or something. Motorcycle helmet. There you go. <laughs> Paula demands to be let out so she can go find Luke after she figures out that him and Cam left. So, Lauren and... Jay are going with her also. And this is mm-hmm. my episode favorite moment of the episode where Lord has a weed eater. <laughs> uh, okay. I want to, I want to say this. Um, this isn't your normal weed eater. Well, the one they're showing here when I used to do the, uh, work on the obstacle courses on obstacle runs mm-hmm. out in the wilderness area. We would mm-hmm. have this weed eater. We called the zombie killer. And it had this big, okay. gigantic blade on the front of it that was like a, oh. it was basically like a table saw blade, right? Or a scroll saw blade. Okay. okay. I mean, yeah, circular saw blade. And you could cut down like trees with it. So, yeah. So this is what see, she has. See, and I wasn't thinking that at all. I was thinking of those little flimsy ones that I always see. Um, the ones that work in just like a regular backyard 
where you um like it's like string or cord or something mm-hmm. that uh-huh. just kind of spins around and just takes out like little bits of grass and things. Okay. So yours makes more sense than mine does. Okay. Well, that's what it's supposed to be, mind you. I'm going to file this thing under things that only Brad sees. Um <laughs> Because as we, she's out there with the weed eater and it's making weed eater noises, right? And all that noise. Yeah. um, Yeah. This is a Ryobi cordless weed eater. They're (laughs) battery powered. They don't make noises like this. Ask me how I know. How do you know? I have one. It doesn't (laughs) sound like that. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Ryobi is my cordless brand of choice. I own like almost everything they have. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it goes, that's how it sounds right there. It's nothing, there's, yeah. You may be able to hurt a zombie with it, but it definitely isn't until your battery is dead, but yeah. So, it's what it is. I was going to say, yeah, that doesn't sound badass. (laughs) No, it doesn't. I mean, it would still work. They're powerful things, but yeah. It just, it's one of those sound effect things that always cracks me up is like, we have to put it in here because people expect it. It's like when anybody has a shotgun and all of a sudden you're cocking the shotgun and it's like a double barrel shotgun that they don't have to cock or <laughs> what are those things like, okay, you've done that 18 times or when we're shifting gears, you know, fast and the furious wise, we're going through all 18 gears of the six speed car they're driving. Yeah. Yeah. Just because that's it. <laughs> just I mean, and, and th- that sound makes it make more sense, especially when you're talking about it's supposed to like the, the real, real ones of the zombie killer right. has a real circular blade. And yeah. so that's what it puts you in the mind of. Like for me, I was just thinking of the little rinky dink ones because I was looking at some this summer and investing in one. And that's why I just thought it was funny yep. even without the sound. It just cracked me up. I was just like, hey, I got that. <laughs> it doesn't it's not that way don't sound like that at all it was really small let me make the noise i'll do the noise out there next time i'm using it so yeah it was fun times yeah, your with neighbors are like what is he doing they they already say that it doesn't matter so yes and this is what happens when i watch shows i notice these weird things and go hmm okay anyhow <laughs> Yeah. So McDermott, um, she had arrived back in town and she ends up at this, uh, Blackwood? Sheriff's office, the Sheriff's Blackwood? Department. Yeah. 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 Uh, I said Sarah. No, you said. I Mc- call it Sarah. You call it Blackwood. No, you said McDermott. Oh, I said McDermott. <laughs> okay. I'm going to let it Thank go. Thank you. Though. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we already talked about like Sarah making it back to town finally. So she ends up at the Sheriff's office and she spots McDermott on the cameras. Like those cameras are still active. Mm-hmm. And of course she sees that he has fully turned now and um, she goes looking for him instead of taking off. Like she still feels very responsible for him. I don't know if she knows how far he's turned. Maybe she just thinks he's out there and needs some help. Well, I don't... He was with a bunch of other zombies and yeah. just kind of milling around. True. But she didn't know that whole process that he's already gone through. Last time she saw him, he was alive. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. It's messy. Um, so she sees him and Brad, who else? McDermott. Uh, Cam spots McDermott. Yeah. Because so after is... I guess more than a day of not seeing his dad, mm-hmm. the timey wiminess, and texting him, like he finally sees why his dad isn't answering him. Even yep. though he lost his phone early on. Yeah, and this is where they get all picked up and everything by uh, Paula yep. and uh, Lauren in the hearse. Mm-hmm. And luckily, Luke's there to make sure he doesn't get out and go to his father. Yeah. 
And this so is the also boys have both lost their dad, right? Um, but this like, is, or they have knowledge of it. This is also the point where uh, in the series where Paula gets out and exercises her Second Amendment rights and goes crazy. <laughs> it just—I mean, know. that scene is where she established herself as badass mayor, and despite some of the crazy things she's done throughout the series, I—she's I, not the character that I very much enjoy, right? <laughs> I have to put out that uh, the guy playing McDermott has a really good zombie walk going on there. Mike Dupud. Yeah, yeah. He's he really good zombie walking. Expert. Oh, right he does. There. Like the shuffle, shuffle. So. Cha, cha, cha. <laughs> they all jump into hearse and they cruise down the road. They don't make it far at all before running into Blackwood. And literally. Literally. Yeah. And then Paula's out of ammunition, but they arm up because Blackwood has some stuff in her car. I love the fact that when she grabs the AR-15 there, Paula's like, why do you get that? And her answer, you ever taken out an enemy insurgent at 500 yards at night with no scope, no moon, and headwind blasting sand in your face? No. Paula, I like her. I love that. It was a great answer. It, a little bit more... <laughs> bonding. Yeah, a little bit more bonding, but a little bit more on uh, Blackwood's background as Special Forces, or was it Special Forces or SEALs team? Whatever. I thought it was Special Forces or something, It was. Yeah. It was one or two. Either way, we, we know that Blackwood's a badass, so there we go. Right there. And it just throws it in there. Yeah, that's why she's got it, because she's a lot cooler than we are. And she's going to save everybody. Maybe, possibly. Hopefully. I mean, she does, again, spot something else that happens a little bit later. Yep. But let's get there. Uh, so um, they're on the run on the foot, on foot, and um, they've been hiding from the zombies. Uh, they're about to get caught, and, um, you know, their rescuers come. Well, they actually, come to get them. You know, before you get there, Blackwood tells uh, the story of how McDermott was there with her when they found the first one. Mm-hmm. So we get that, they get that little back, back story. And then as they're off running about, they get trapped in a bar because mm-hmm. uh, the whole football team was there chasing after them, too, because they all hate the football team, apparently. Of course. And inside the bar, there is a zombie in the freezer. And I couldn't understand at this point why they didn't head to the back door sooner than they did. Maybe just hang out, catch a breather. Because there were it no zombies. The I got to take a rest moment, I guess, you know. <laughs> They needed a beat, Brad. Yeah. Um, as they're out back trying to keep the zombies inside, there's a loudspeaker that comes up and somebody's saying they can help. And we all know that loud noises draw the zombies in, so let's run towards yeah. it. And this is the point we get to where Blackwood comes running, sees a truck from a drilling company and goes, oh no, hides. Mm-hmm. And Cam notices that one of the the postal worker that was, you know, killed as they're sp- after they spray him with water, that postal worker comes back to life as the undead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of showing that you know, throw number one zombie in the water, the zombie virus is in the water. I'm guessing. Yep. I'm, is that he's remembering like all this for him was mowing the grass. Uh, I think had gone off before everything like the dead started to rise from the ground. Right. It's like, that's what it is. Yeah. I think that's, there was something with that. I think we're going to see a little bit more of that 
uh, probably in the next episode. I think they may uh, flash back on some of that stuff because I mean it, it, that was a big reveal. So we kind of mm-hmm. we kind of need a little bit more on that. And Definitely, I, but it also gives us um, like confirmation or answers that we've been looking for because we know people have been bitten. Like Lauren was bitten, and she hasn't turned fully or at all. Like she has been having some ticks with her hand, but she hasn't turned. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike McDermott, and I think McDermott only turned because he, he was exposed again and he got bit again. Right. Was uh, he exposed to the water at all? Or yeah. no, he was getting experimented on anyway. Yeah, he he was getting experimented on. But um, uh, who was it? The the hiker that had the the tree limb in her gut who died. Oh, the bird lady. Yeah, how did she come back? Because she came back. Was she the one that came back and who killed who killed Jay? I mean yeah. Trey. Yeah, she Trey. Yeah, like she's the one who killed Trey. So, um, like maybe she somehow had like maybe I need to go back and look at that particular episode. Like maybe they got her water at some point. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe it's bottled. yeah. I'm thinking that that was probably it. I'm sure there's water in there somewhere that she drank. I mean, she was hurting, mm-hmm. so probably gave her something to take or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I yeah, I bet and you're right. And also, that, that could be what happened with Herb too. Herb too. Like, yes, he was wounded during the fight, but again, as we've seen from Lauren, the wound is not just going to turn you. Right. The, the water somehow had to be involved. Well, Herb still, he's doing. He's still there. He's struggling through it. So, but he's not looking yeah. very good. So I guess we're going to have to wait Man, and see what happens. He, he looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. He's not doing good at all. All right. You got anything more for this one? Um, I think we hit on everything. Yeah. Sure did. Like, yeah. Our, our group has gone off with clear genics and um, like Sarah's left behind again. Sarah always gets left behind. Yep. Well, I don't, she's left behind on purpose. She knew better. Yeah. She, she's like, I'm not falling for that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Guys, no good there. All right, then. Well, if you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the awesome stuff over there. You can find some of our older podcasts for The Magicians, 12 Monkeys, uh, Van Helsing, Winona Earp. You know, we are up to like 285 podcasts that we have out. So there's a lot of stuff there. You can head over to soundcloud.com, look up Pure Fandom, and find us there also. That's where you can actually just... Seriously, just go over there and just follow SoundCloud. Then you get like all of our stuff when it posts automatically, and you can go through our backlog of all the stuff that we got there. Absolutely. If you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, make sure you drop them below or hit us up. Um, me on Twitter, Brad on Instagram. Also, the first season of Chucky just ended mm-hmm. for the TV series. Um, I'm waiting for Brad to finish catching up, and then I really want to talk to him about the show. Like I want to get his take on everything, right. so uh, that will be forthcoming. And also, you guys know that that it's been renewed already for season two. So yep, yay. yep. sure as looking forward to mm-hmm. it. It's gonna be good stuff. <laughs> I like it. All right then. Well, until next time. Until next time, what is your post-apocalypse weapon of choice? Like, is it a garden hoe, weed whacker? What's that? Spoon. <laughs> That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.